Hey, and welcome to the Healthier You podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Elizabeth, and I'm a women's health coach. Each week, we delve into all things health and wellness, whether that be nutrition, hormones, periods, stress management, personal growth, and everything in between. It's my mission to guide you into being the CEO of your own body and life by understanding how to support your health and your hormones so that you can leave feeling lit up, tuned in and turned on by your life. I am so excited that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello my loves and welcome to another episode of Healthier You. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. Thank you for joining. This is going to be a quick fire mini training pep talk that I think will really highlight one of the biggest mistakes that I see women making on their health journey. So no matter what you're working towards at the moment, whether it's balancing your hormones, healing your relationship with food, creating more energy, whatever you're working towards, whatever you're hoping to achieve on your health journey, this is going to be super helpful. And essentially this mistake is seeing your health journey as a quick fix, seeing it as something that is temporary. So in this episode, not only are we going to talk about what this temporary mindset is around your health and is this something that you're struggling with and is actively holding you back in your own health journey, but I'm also going to share with you three things that you can literally implement straight away into your life that are going to support you in getting out of that temporary mentality and into the mentality of, I am in this for the long haul. This is a long-term practice that I am committing to for the rest of my life. So I'm really, really excited to share these three things with you. And I think it's the perfect time of the year to talk about this because during this time of the year, especially if you have a history of yo-yo dieting or restriction, December is basically hands off the wheel time. It is I can't be bothered with this right now. It feels unrealistic. It feels undoable. It feels overwhelming. And so my hands are off the wheel and I'm basically giving myself full permission to overeat and not care about my health for the whole of December. And guess what? I'm just gonna get on it and be really strict with myself from January, right? And if you're already playing into that mindset right now, if you're already in a place where you're like, oh, I can't possibly start working on my health in December, you're already viewing your health journey and you're already viewing this process as so overwhelming that you can't possibly do it over a holiday period. And because that's your mindset around it, of course, you're not gonna be sticking it for a long period of time because if you can't do what it is that you need to do for your health during a holiday period, during a period where you're out and about and you're busy and you're around people and you're being sociable, then guess what? It is gonna be absolutely impossible to sustain for the rest of your life. If you're already thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot possibly start my health journey in December, it's going to have to wait for the new year because it's going to be impossible across this month, then you are already giving yourself a massive permission slip to put yourself at the bottom of the pecking order for the rest of the month. And listen, I've done this a hundred times. December basically becomes this permission slip to binge all month because, oh well, I'm just going to start again in January. And the annoying thing about that is you then start January feeling absolutely rubbish because you've spent all of December basically self-sabotaging around food and giving yourself this permission slip to overeat and eat mindlessly and not eat with intention and basically not put your feelings and the way that you feel first over the course of December and so it gets to January and you're feeling sluggish, bloated, gross, 
unmotivated and just not in the mood to get it started. No wonder that in January, the gyms are absolutely packed full for a couple of days and then it gradually windles down because we've set such unrealistic expectations for what we can achieve straight after a month long of just overindulging, mindless eating, and basically not putting ourselves first in the way that we feel first. So personally, I believe that December is literally the best time to start taking care of your health because you have a real opportunity to practice being more mindful around food. You have a real opportunity to make changes that are actually going to be sustainable, right? If you can't do it over the Christmas period, you can't do it long-term. And so this is the perfect time to start setting a foundation of practices and habits that you can continue for the rest of your life. And because you're doing it during this period of time when life is busy, when things are hard, when things are stressful, when you're all over the place, you know that these are things that you can do forever because you've done them in your busiest period or whatever it is that tends to come up for you over Christmas. So having a temporary mindset around taking care of your health really stems from diet culture, right? Diet culture has really warped our perspective of how long it actually takes to create sustainable change. We're used to seeing things like start in January or 30-day detox or eight-week challenges. And so naturally, we start to think that it's really normal to see a considerable amount of change in a really short space of time. But the reality is it takes months or even years to create sustainable change. And this is why it's so, so important that we stop viewing our health journeys as something that is temporary, something that we're only going to do for a short period of time before we can revert back. And I think this is the problem when your only end goal, for example, is weight loss, because when your only end goal is weight loss, it's almost like you are planning for the process to be temporary because in your head, you're thinking as soon as I've lost the weight, I can revert back to whatever behavior I was doing before because it's done. Check off, don't need to worry about it again. And in reality, that's not the way that it works. So I don't have a problem with people wanting to lose weight. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm saying is that if you get to that place, only to revert back to your old behavior, it's not going to be sustainable anyway. And so we've got to make our journey to health, our journey to feeling good, really doable long term. So that means even when life is hectic and busy and overwhelming and stressful and we feel sad and angry, we still need to be able to show up for our health in that way. That means over the Christmas period or over the summer period when things are busy and hectic and we're more sociable, we need to be making habits and practices that really fit in with our lifestyle for the whole year, which is why I think December is such an amazing time to start working on your health because you literally are learning how to do this alongside your life rather than dedicating your life to do this. It's very much the difference between you copying and pasting yourself into somebody else's lifestyle versus you just actually making it work for your own lifestyle and making it work around you and your family and your commitments and your stress levels and your emotions and everything else that you've got going on. So it's just so much more sustainable to do it in a time of your life that you're busy and things are happening. Okay, so let me share with you these three things that are really gonna support you in getting out of that mindset. So if you're in a place right now where you're like, Sarah, oh my gosh, this is so me. I'm so putting everything off till January. I'm self-sabotaging already with my health. I can already feel it. 
this is for you. This is going to be really, really supportive. So the first tip is start focusing on processes rather than goals. So I absolutely agree. You need goals. You need a vision of what it is that you're trying to achieve, what it is that you're working towards. That is super important. But once you have done that, once you've created that vision of what it is that you want to achieve with your life, with your health, how it is that you want to feel, what symptoms you are so sick of and can't wait to see the back of, amazing. I love that for you and then start focusing on what processes are going to get you to that goal because having a clear vision of what you want to achieve with your health is not enough unless you know how are you going to put that into practice so rather than just having this amazing pretty vision of what it is that you want to achieve with your health and your life and having the vision board and doing all of those things you also then have those step-by-step things that you need to do daily to get there you know exactly how you're going to do it you know exactly what your daily non-negotiables need to look like and I absolutely love the concept of daily non-negotiables I've had them for years where I literally have a list of things that I do these are my non-negotiables they happen daily unless I'm sick or unless I'm really not feeling it or unless it's better self-care for me not to then I stick to those things those are the things that I do daily and I know that if I do those things daily I'm going to get to my goal right whatever that looks like So for example, if one of your goals is to start eating more nutrient-dense foods, maybe you just know that you will feel so much better if you start eating more vegetables and get more color and vibrancy onto your plate every day, rather than just seeing a vision of yourself doing that daily, ask yourself, how do I make this a real priority in my life? Like what fruit and vegetables are you going to want to add to your plate on a weekly basis? Is it that you need to have them delivered to your house so you don't even need to go out and think about buying them do you need to set up an automated delivery so that it's easy how can you make this fit into your day-to-day routine so that it can become a priority just having a vision of yourself doing it isn't going to be enough without a plan of action as to how you're going to make it happen on a daily basis and so really thinking about and I definitely recommend if you're going to get your journal out and write down what all your goals are then write another column of how are you going to put those goals into practice so you know if one of your goals is to run 10k okay cool what do I need to do on a daily basis so that eventually I can run 10k and so you not only have this amazing vision of what it is that you're working towards but you know exactly how you're going to get there you know exactly what you need to do on a daily basis to support yourself into getting that goal right and this leads me on to my second point which is make it realistic make it doable don't overwhelm yourself with doing all of the things straight away going back to this idea of running 10k if you are literally not getting off the sofa at the moment at all then running 10k might feel super overwhelming so where do you need to start right most women have a terrible relationship with food so they think they have to restrict and under eat in order to reach their health goals but the truth is that the restriction is the thing that's holding them back the high expectations is the thing that's holding them back and it's causing more destruction around food and what they're accomplishing with their health the harder you make the process the more difficult it's going to be long term and the more likely you are to either numb out or self-sabotage instead of actually doing the thing because it feels so far-fetched that you're just like oh my gosh I cannot even bother with this because it feels so hard it feels so far away my ability to be able to run 10k right now feels so far away that at this point I might as well just not bother making it super realistic will be the difference between you actually sticking to it long 
long-term versus you not sticking it long-term. And I think this is exactly why this long-term mindset around taking care of your health is so, so important because rather than having this really massive long list of high expectations for yourself that you've got to start on the 1st of January and you've got to make sure that you do it all the way through until the end of the year, it's so unachievable, it's so unrealistic. Start with two or three things that you can start implementing into your life today, right now and work your way up from there. Stop setting the bar so high that it's so unachievable and so undoable long-term. This also means that you're getting a really good handle on the foundations before you move on to expert level stuff, right? You wouldn't go into the gym and pick up the heaviest weight first. You'd go for the smallest weight first because you've never lifted weights before if you haven't, obviously. You know that you're probably not gonna be able to lift the heaviest weight. So why do we have this expectation on ourselves to do the most elaborate things with our health when we're barely even getting a night's sleep at the moment, right? Which definitely needs to be on your list if you're not getting a good night's sleep right now. That needs to be a priority as well. So make it realistic, make it doable. And this is one of the reasons that I just absolutely love what I do. I love coaching. I find it so powerful because I'm not just giving a client a list of things that they need to go and do and being like, see you later, get on with it. Actually, what we're doing is every single week we're implementing a few new practices. Not only are we getting the blocks out of the way, so whatever is emotionally holding them back, whatever self-sabotage is coming up, whatever emotional things that they're hanging on to that is stopping them from actually taking the action, we deal with that. But it's also so not overwhelming. It's so not like going into a nutrition clinic, for example, and someone giving you a massive list of all of these foods you need to start implementing into your life and supplements and all the things. It's gradual. It's a gradual process so that you can teach yourself and be consistent with yourself before you add more onto your plate. So this is super important. So my last point and the last thing that I think is really helpful to start thinking about now is to change your belief system about who you are. Change the stories that you're telling yourself. And I'm going to do another podcast episode in way more detail about this point because there is so much that goes into it. And honestly, mindset is arguably the most important part of your health journey and probably the hardest because if you currently see yourself as a failure, if you see yourself as someone who doesn't put themselves first, if you don't see yourself as the kind of person who puts yourself first, who sets boundaries, who focuses on her own health, then it's gonna be really difficult for you to actually make sustainable change long-term because you just don't see yourself as that person. You're not visualizing yourself as that person. And so the mindset work is going to be a huge component of all of this because you're not just changing your habits. You're not just changing your lifestyle. You're changing your identity. You're changing who you think you are. And that is the most important part of the process. If you believe that you're an unhealthy person or you grew up with the belief system that you're not capable of taking care of your health, one of my biggest blocks in my own health journey I had to teach myself that I can be consistent because my thing was oh, you can never stick anything Sarah you're never consistent with anything Sarah and so one of the things that I really had to work on with my own mindset was hey you're so consistent you've got up and brushed your teeth every single day for 29 years like you've done that you are a consistent person you're not not consistent you're just setting unrealistic expectations. And when you set realistic expectations, you're so consistent. And so this was something that I had to keep hounding myself with all the time because in my head, I was like, well, I don't see myself as a consistent person. So I'm never going to be able to do this long-term. This is never going to be me forever. And so 
it's really important to start evaluating what your beliefs are about yourself. What are the stories that you're telling yourself every day? One of the things that I noticed with all of my clients, all of the clients that I've worked with so far, including myself, right? And I recently did a story on Instagram of how I've literally been my toughest client today. I probably need to do an entire podcast episode on that because it's so true. All of this stuff that I'm talking about today are things that I've genuinely battled with myself. Like I totally get it. I get what you're going through. And so one of the things that I see with all women across the board is that their self-worth gets in the way of them showing up for themselves, but they spend so long thinking about how low their self-worth is that they never practice getting out of that situation, right? We can either sit and ponder on how terrible we feel about ourselves or we have the opportunity to practice showing ourselves that there is another option and there is another way that we can start taking control of the way that we feel, right? And actually practice, you know, I say this to my clients all the time, self-worth is not about a destination. Self-worth, self-love, self-esteem is not a destination. It's a daily practice that you wake up and decide that you're going to do on a daily basis, right? So change your belief system about who you are. Start working on your mindset. Start making all of these changes, not only doable in day-to-day life, but start making yourself the kind of person who does them from that mindset standpoint. So I really, really hope that these three things have supported you in getting out of that temporary mindset around your health and really inspired you to start working on it right now and not, I'm going to wait till January or I'm not going to do this right now, but really thinking about a few tiny, even if they're tiny little changes that you can start to implement into your life right now so that you start January with some consistency, so that you start January having some trust and faith in yourself that you're going to be able to do this, that you can do this, right? Um, Obviously, if any of this has resonated with you and you are just like, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I needed to hear and you want to work on it some more, drop me a DM on Instagram. Let's chat about working together one-on-one. This is, is exactly what I work through with my clients. It is the mixture of the physical, the nutrition and the emotional and the habit change. All those three things are so, so important. How do you implement it into everyday life? How do you work through the emotional stuff that gets in the way, right? The mindset stuff that gets in the way but also what do you actually do what do you actually eat what do you need to add to your plate what supplements do you need all of those are really really important and so reach out to me if this has resonated share with me your what you've taken from this and you know I also love it when you screenshot the podcast and share it on your socials so that other people can hear this too this is very much a message that needs to be spread especially this time of year so definitely do give it a share and I will look forward to chatting with you next week